The order, the procedure, how the Alter Rebbe brought his grandson, the Tzemach Tzedek, into Cheder. Zwischen die Sachen, was der Rebbe hat dann erzählt, ist, als der Alter Rebbe hat geheißen, der Malamid, er soll lernen mit dem Kind die erste Parsha von Vayikra. Among the things that the Friedrich Rebbe related at the time was that the Alter Rebbe told the teacher that he should start teaching the Tzemach Tzedek from Chumish Vayikra, from Parsha Vayikra. The Medrash says, Yavoyu Tahirim, let the pure ones come and learn about purity. So it is a seder by some, and in this case the Al-Tarebbe told the, the Melamed to start teaching the Tzemach Tzedek from Parshas Vayikra. Nachdem wie der Melamed hat angelernt die Parsha mit dem Kind, after the Melamed completed teaching the child, this Parsha to the boy, hat das Kind gefragt bei dem Al-Tarebbe, and the boy, the Tzemach Tzedek, asked the Al-Tarebbe, for was is der Wort Vayikra mit an Aleph Zeira? Why is the word Vayikra written, written with a small Aleph? If you look in the Torah or in the Chumash, you will see that the Aleph of Vayikra is smaller than the rest of the words, than the rest of the letters. And the Atzimach Tzedek asked why. The Rebbe had sich verdweket Zeit. So the Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe went into a dveikos, into a, a contemplation or a meditation for a significant amount of time. And then he, the Alter Rebbe said, Adam Harishin is given Yitzir Kapov Shal Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Adam Harishin was the handiwork of Hashem. Una Hakadosh Baruch Hu is made alone as Chachmosay Meruba Michachmas Malachi Asharis. And the Abister testifies about Adam Harishin that his wisdom is greater than the wisdom of the Malachim of the angels. Er Adam Harishin had givust Milas Atzmei. So Adam Harishin knew his greatness. He knew his su- superiority. And was aware of it. It affected him because he knew how great he was. And therefore he, he succumbed to the Chet Eitzadas. Meishe also knew his greatness. Not only did he become too aware of it, and it should affect him. And negatively, quite the contrary, it made him, it gave him a broken and contrite heart. He was humble in his own eyes, thinking to himself as an under id. Another yid, not Amram Zazun, not someone who had the privilege of being Amram's son, and not someone who has the innate privilege of being the seventh generation to Avram Avinu and Kolashvi and Chaviv, and the seventh, the seventh generation, the number seven is always precious and great. So if some yid, another was another yid without these uh, inherent qualities that Moshe had. If someone else had this lofty soul and this privileged 
ancestors, or this, the the schus, the merit of having such great ancestors. But Moshe thought to himself that person would certainly surpass him. If Moshe Rabbeinu has these milas, but if someone else was given these milas, they would be even greater than him. That was that's how Moshe was so, so humble. And therefore Hashem says in Moshe was humble more than any person on the face of the earth. From any person that might have been. How small or simple in knowledge he may have been. Moshe compared himself to him as if that Yid had his gifted, his given, his endowed abilities, not things that Moshe earned on his own from his own achievements, but something that was given to him uh, uh, that he was born with. If the other person had it, but Yener Zicher is best for him, that person would have certainly been better than him. That's what I mean. We call Ha'adam from any person. Any person, Moshe said, had he had my qualities, my the qualities that I was gifted, uh, you know, with, with my birth, they would have been better than me. So that's the contrast, says the Alter Rebbe, between Adam Arish and Moshe Rabbeinu. Adam Arish knew his Maile, and therefore it led to Chetet Zadas. Moshe Rabbeinu knew his shiflus, knew that he was uh, uh, he was humble, and had someone else had his his advantages, he would have surpassed him. Therefore, Moshe was humble. Now, to apply this to the letters, to the size of the letters, and the says, in the forms of the letters that Hashem gave in Sinai, there are three different types of letters. Asan Ravrivin. Large letters, oversized letters. Asvan benenin, average size letters. When asvan and small letters. The teda is gishribin in asvan benenin. The teda is written. Most of the teda is written in the average size letters because the kavon is as the adam Because the purpose and intent of learning teda is that the person should be a benenin. In this case, I believe it means on the middle path. Like he, like he references in the R9 to the Rambam, who teaches that a person should follow the middle path, not too far to the extreme in either way. And it's through Teda that you could reach this proper path. So Teda generally is written with, 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 with average size letters because that's the size of the, uh, uh, that's the path that a person is supposed to take. Because he recognized his own superiority too much, he succumbed, he stumbled with Therefore, in Divrei Hayamim, the beginning of Divrei Hayamim begins with the words Adam Sheis Enosh, and the Aleph of the word Adam is with a large Aleph. Moshe Rabbeinu was durch der Avoide von Akarashiflos Atzmoy is der Zurukumun zu der Hechse Darga von Anava. In contrast, Moshe Rabbeinu, who through the Avoide of acknowledging and recognizing his own uh, humbleness, he reached the highest level of humility of Anava. Steht Vayikra mit an Aleph Zeira. Therefore, it says Vayikra with a small Aleph. This is what the Alter Rebbe, after the Dveikus, after the, the contemplation, this is what the Alter Rebbe explained to the Tzemach Tzedek, that Adam uh, 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 
was too familiar with his greatness and therefore it led to Chetz Hadas. Therefore, there's a bigger Aleph by Adam Arishin. Moshe Rabbeinu on the, on the contrary, on the, on the other side, conversely, was a big Anav, was very, was truly humble and therefore the Aleph is small here in Vayikra. And this is why there's a difference between Adam and Moshe Rabbeinu in the, in the, in, in the Aleph. It's interesting to note that when the Rebbe, in the Fabrengen, the Rebbe pointed out that this was the beginning of the Tzemach Tzedek's learning. And he actually gave the Alter Rebbe extra power, Talmud HaMachim Esrabe, the student that makes his, his teacher even wiser, or Mitalmid HaYesim as you see, that it wasn't an answer that the Alter Rebbe gave uh, uh, automatically, but he had to first go into a Dvekus in order to bring this answer down. So before we can understand this, this story and the lesson, we have to first ask some questions because the story, uh, there's certain details here that beg clarification, that demand clarification. In the story, there are the following things that need clarification. And the first thing is a very glaring question. And the question is, how did Adam Arishan come into the picture? The Tzemach Tzedek asked a question about the small Aleph of Ayikra, which is being spoken to Moshe, Ayikra El Moshe. How does the Adam, how is Adam Arishan brought into this picture? Why does the Alter Rebbe have to mention it, especially begin with the elaboration of speaking about Adam Arishan? And why by Adam Arishan there is a larger oversized Aleph? Seemingly, to explain the small Aleph of Ayikra, it's not necessary to talk about the big Aleph of Adam. It should seemingly suffice to tell me that the fact that Moshe was an Anav, was humble, is hinted in the small Aleph of Ayikra. Nochmer additionally, this explanation that the small Aleph of Ayikra represents the Anava, the humility of Moshe. It's not something that the Alter Rebbe, there's not first mentioned by the Alter Rebbe, but it's mentioned in some of the other Mefarshim, some of the other commentaries. And those Mefarshim do not mention the Aleph of the larger, the oversized Aleph of Adam Arishin. So certainly in our case, since the Tzemach Tzedek had not yet learned about the larger Aleph of Adam Arishin, which is mentioned only in Divri Ayamim, which is in Tanakh much later than a child who's just beginning to learn Chumash. Erot, erst angei malayin Chumash, the Tzemach Tzedek was just beginning to learn Chumash. So certainly, as a sat l'cheirin it kin art zu bring in the minion, u bifrat ba'arichus vegin dem alif rabsi fun adam harishin. So certainly, it has no place to be to bring in this alif, especially with the arichus, with the long-windedness that the, that the Alter Rebbe speaks about it. In other words, the other Mepharshim also talk about the small Aleph. And they totally ignore the bigger Aleph of Adam Arishin. 
especially since we're talking about a child who's just beginning to learn Chumash for the first time in his life. Ubifrat. Especially as the beer from Alton Rebbe and Vregin, the Malaf Rapsi Dodomarishan, Brenta Rois, Heipich Swachishlotta Marishan. Especially since the Alter Rebbe's explanation about the larger Aleph of Adam Marishan is speaking unfavorably about Adam. Is Maldoch has Bignus Behemoth Melody Barakosov if the Pasik does not even speak derogatorily about a non-kosher animal, like we mentioned numerous times, including in the Sikha we learned last week, Vayakil Alev, about the Nesim, Allah has come come up in the Geaviyazog Dogufa, Yitzir Kapav Shalakalis Baruch, certainly as he's spoken about here, the handiwork of Hashem, Adam Arishin, he certainly shouldn't be mentioning something unfavorably about Adam, Sidens is the Ahechrich of them, unless there's a necessity to bring this up. And what would that necessity be? So the question is, why mention Odom Arishin? Especially since the Mepharshim don't mention it, and the Simach Tzedek hasn't learned about it yet. Especially since it's not mentioning Odom Arishin in a favorable light. Gimel. Our next question is going to be, about how the Alter Rebbe elaborates on the Anava of Moshe Rabbeinu, on Moshe Rabbeinu's humility. He seems to speak in an extra a long uh, elaboration uh, about the Anava of Moshe Rabbeinu. We also must understand the elaboration on the Anava, the um, uh, humility of Moshe Rabbeinu. Seemingly, it would have sufficed to say concisely, as the above-mentioned commentaries do, as Meishir Abenu was given a greater honor. The Meishir Abenu was was very humble. As Hashem Himself testifies in the Torah, the Meishir was of great humility, and that's it. Why go into this whole lengthy? description that Moshe knew that his gifts were given to him and if someone else had those gifts they would have they would have done a better job why why bring that up why is there a small aleph because Moshe was a big honor even if you want to explain to me the Alter was trying to explain to the Tzimach Tzedek how is it possible that Moshe Rabbeinu should be humble in his own eyes. While knowing his own qualities. So that nobody could compare themselves to Moshe. So a person could say, someone might have said, how is it possible? How does somebody as great as Moshe, who brought the tailor down to the Yidden, who split the sea and did all, and took the Yidden out of Mitzrayim, how could he be such a shuffle? So he explained, because Moshe thought that if someone else had the very same gifts that Moshe was endowed with, the, 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 the unique nishama that he had, and the schus the, of, of the ancestors, he would have been better than him. That's to, so the Alter Rebbe is trying to explain to the Tzimach how it's possible to have both, to know how good you are and also to be humble. 
Why not? He, he, he knew he was good because of the things that he accomplished, but he also knew that it was gifts from Hashem that made it happen. And if someone else had those gifts, they would have done a better job. They may have done a better job. So even if you're going to try to answer that that's why the Alter Rebbe elaborates, is that we're not halted moving, it still does not sufficiently explain the question. Explain, explain this to us. Aleph, for two reasons. First of all, Hagufa time boy. That in itself demands a reason. Why is it necessary to highlight here as that Moshe knew his own mailis? And if we have to explain that knowing your own maile is not a contradiction to humility. Why do we have to go into that? Just say the Moshe was humble. Here you aren't the Moshe knew his own Milus, yet it wasn't a problem because he also was an Anav who explains how. Why do you have to go into that? Base, additionally, the second point, in order to explain how Moshe wasn't taken by his own greatness, Unlike Adamarishin, who knew his own greatness and was taken by it and was affected by it. It would suffice to tell us that Moshe knew that his qualities are not something that he earned with his own efforts. But it's something that was gifted to him. The, the, the fact that he had a special neshama and the fact that he had special ancestors. Why does the Alter Rebbe have to continue to explain that Moshe compared himself? Farmosten literally means measured himself. In this case, he's measuring himself against other people. He's comparing himself. As when Yenner, Valgaz, and Geshenk to Milas, the other person had the same gifted qualities that Moshe was endowed with, both the Zichig and Besefer, and that person would be better. In other words, even if you're going to tell me that we have to tell the Tzemach Tzedek that Moshe knew that the reason why he was so humble was because he knew that these Milas weren't his, they were given to him as a gift. Why does the Altreva have to mention the detail that he compared himself to other people and therefore he felt humble because he thought the other people would have done a better job? So, in short, question Ois Gimel is asking the question, why, do, why is the Altreva Maidich? Why is it so lengthy in the explanation about, Adam, about Moshe Rabbeinu? Why can't he just tell us that Moshe was an Anav? And even if you want to tell me that he was explaining to Moshe, to, to the Tzemach Tzedek, how you could both be an Anav and also know your own Milus. Number one, why is it necessary to explain that to the Tzemach Tzedek? And number two, even if, why is it necessary to explain to us that Moshe compared himself to other people? In Eistalad, we're going to have a third question. Excuse me. And that is going to be, is the Aleph, is the oversized Aleph a sign of negativity or is it a sign of positivity? In other words, we're going to see that the Aleph Rabsi is explained in Chassidus and is a, generally a, a cloud posture, a, a basic rule that it's, it's a sign of a Maimah, it's a sign of greatness. And that's what we're going to discuss in Eisdalet. When we learned the, the, the explanation of the Alter Rebbe in first glance, 
it seems to imply as the alter as an aleph is a gerem as a paper karatsui that the the large aleph of adamarishin is symbolizes something unfavorable of sein ibernam sich mit meiles asme the fact that he was taken by his own greatness and because of that succumbed to the khatetsada sepik von dem aleph the of vayikra was based of the nova from mesherino just the opposite of the small aleph of Moshe Rabbeinu, which shows on the humility of Moshe Rabbeinu, but in truth, this cannot be said. But there's a famous rule, a basic rule, as the atheist, that the larger letters in the Teda are even on a higher level than the regular average size letters of Teda. And for sure, they're on a higher level than the small letters. And even a child can understand this. As when Teda nuts aggressor and when the Teda uses a larger letter, he does their farvas alpitadas ms is in them for an aggressor because there's a greatness to that letter, achshivus, an importance. You see, uh, uh, the child will see a larger letter, a bigger letter, he'll understand that there's something special about this aleph. The far zogin takim mefarshim, and therefore the mefarshim explain, as the aleph rapsi from Odomarishain. Is a remez that the large olive of Adam represents the fact that there was no one as great as Adam. Or for the incredible wisdom, the immense wisdom that Adam had, that's a karashemis, that Adam was able to name the animals. We know that in Hebrew, the names of Lashna Kaidish are not random or names of convenience, but the letters of the name actually represent, the combination of letters actually represents the, the chayis, the life force to the object or to whatever, to the animal, whatever is being named. So to know a name, you have to have a lot of wisdom to understand the combination of letters that make up the chayis of this object or this animal or whatever it is. And Adam Arishan had this chakma. And that's why they say either he was the, uh, such a great person or they say he had such great wisdom and therefore there's a big aleph. Nochmer, furthermore, that Alter Rebbe Alein Shteltzach Nukut Ateir Aftem Chiluk Tzvishen Dem Aleph Devayikra Zeira. The Alter Rebbe himself, the very subject of our of our story, in Lukut Ateir, discusses the difference between the the small Aleph of Ayikra Un Bedivri Hayomim Ksiv Adam Baleph Rapsi and the fact that in Divri Hayomim it says Adam with a oversized Aleph Un Is Mivar Viadam Edishin Is Hecher Fun Meishen. And explains that Adam is on a higher level than Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's why he has a big Aleph. And he explains as follows. Look at the Torah. The Aleph Rapsi from Adam Arishin is Pchines Adam Arishin. The large Aleph of Adam Arishin represents Adam the way he was before Chet Etzadah. Show you Madrega Gavoyah Moed Naila that he was on a very lofty level. And therefore he was able to receive influence from the large Aleph, which was is Bchinas HaKeser, Kameshu B'mhusi V'atzmusi. The Aleph Rapsi represents Keser in its essence, in its in its core most form. The highest level of Keser. Masha'inkin of Moshe in state. Conversely, with regards to Moshe, it says, Moshe could not go into the oil Moed because the honor on the cloud was resting on it. The Anon is being drawn down from a very lofty and awesome place, which is Keser. 
and the fire state by motion by Yikrim with an olive zeda, and therefore the Alter Rebbe explains the look of the Teda that by motion is a small olive, while the Kriya of Amshachat Sumaisha, because drawing down to Moshe, Fundem Anon from the Anon, which is Keser, is not all its symptom, has to come through a contraction. So the Aleph is small, representing the symptom that comes down, that, that has to be done in order for there to be a Hamshacha to Moshe. So the Alter Rebbe explains that the Aleph, that the Odomerishan is at a higher level than Moshe Rabbeinu. Kumtois. So this seems to imply, as the Esopha in the Alter Rebbe's raid, as by Odomerishan state and Aleph Rapsi, that when the Alter Rebbe adds to the story, Instead of just addressing the, the Aleph, the small Aleph of Ayikra, he introduces the large Aleph of Odomarishin. It does Garba Shkafarishin Amaisa Lister. This is actually a contradiction to what he's trying to bring out. From the large Aleph implies, it is implied that Moshe Rabbeinu, Adam is on a higher level than Moshe. And Nachmar says, Arem is not a fine in the door and additionally, it's not representing the stumbling of Adam Arishin, with the chay to the sin of Etzadas, nor for Kert, of Chinus Adam Arishin, it represents Adam Arishin the way he was before Chet Etzadas, on the loftiest, most sublime level. So besides the fact that we asked the noise base, that why is it even necessary to bring up other Marishan over here? In noise Dalit, we have a much bigger question. That bringing up other Marishan here is contradicting the point that he's trying to make. He wants to make the point that Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't Anov, and therefore he was the greatest the greatest person because he was an Anov, and therefore has a small Aleph, and to contrast that he brings another magician who was not an Anov, and therefore he, he, he stumbled with a Chetet Sadas. But if he brings in the Aleph Rabsi of Adam Arishin, that represents Adam on the loftiest, highest level, before the Chetet Sadas, that Adam is higher than Moshe Rabbeinu. So now we're ready for the beer. We're ready for the explanation. In Oisei, it's going to be in the Kuda Sabir. It's going to be the entire explana explanation in a more concise form. And then he's going to elaborate on the following Seifim. Nekuda Sabir in the Mishleim Rabbi Dara Hefsher to the, the uh, Nekuda, the point, the, uh, in a nutshell, of the explanation can be said as follows. Mitten Zog in dem Anal is that Alter Rebbe given Uysen Nitnor to for Emphenin Zayn Shaili in Pasuk. By giving this explanation, this lengthy explanation to the Tzimach Tzedek, is because his goal here wasn't just to answer a question in a Pasuk, why is there a small Aleph, nor Be'ikir Alimud Unchinuch for Tzimach Tzedek, he was teaching and educating the Tzimach Tzedek, to explain to him the lesson in serving Hashem, which can be derived from the small Aleph of Ayikra. And this is in continuation to what the Friedrich Rebbe related in an earlier Fabrengen. As the Alter Rebbe how the Alter Rebbe was personally involved in the education of and raising of the Tzimach Tzedek. The Father he himself brought him into the Cheder, which is usually something that's done by the father, 
or the parents. And in the Fabrengi, the Rebbe pointed out that this was done because his mother, the Rebbe Tzintzvedeleya, was Moiser Nefesh. She gave away her life for the Alter Rebbe. So the Alter Rebbe was, his goal here wasn't just to, to answer a question, the Alter Rebbe was here to educate and teach the Tzimach Tzedek something that will be a, 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 a lesson and a rule for, the, for his life. In order for this takeaway of this small Aleph should be complete, should be fully presented, it was necessary to preface the whole uh, 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 beginning of the explanation with regards to other marishim. Mid the marishis, begin the milus from other marishim, uvi byim is given akoras milus atzmai by elaborating on the on the qualities of other marishim and how by other marishim there was the fact that he acknowledged and recognized his own qualities. Is that Alter Rebbe not given oisin to shoyel zayin the anagaf from other marishim? The Alter Rebbe was not here to negate. This conduct of other Rabbi, on the contrary, as as they darv zayin by yed and eden, mitzadam nitzus from other marishin shabayi kizal kaman sev zayin. Later in sev zayin, he's going to apply other marishin's uh, 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 approach to the how it affects and how it should be emulated by every yid. The Alter Rebbe was teaching that some tzedek that there is a a, a a a part of every yid that has to be able to acknowledge and know their own qualities. And as the famous saying goes, it's also brought in just like a person must know his shortcomings to know in order to be able to fix them. A person also has to know his own qualities, his own greatness. And therefore, we, we now understand that when you do uh, that, how to you how you have to recognize your, your own humility, your own uh, 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 humbleness. That when you come to a place of humility, it's not meant to negate your qualities and your greatness. Your nor But it has to be in a way that even though he knows, he's fully aware of his own. Personal accomplishments, qualities. But nevertheless, he doesn't get taken by it to the point of arrogance. Because he knows. Because it comes through endowed uh, 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 qualities of the neshama and ancestral privilege. And not through something that was earned with their own uh, efforts. Just like the and every yid has a nitzutz of Moshe inside of them. So this is a whole new way of looking at it. The Alter Rebbe is saying to the Tzmach Tzedek, number one, a person, you have to know your own milus. You have to know what you're good at. You have to know how special you are. And we're going to elaborate on this in Siv Zion, how this applies to every yid. And because... You know you're how great you are. You have to also know how humble you are. And not that the, your humility should negate your greatness, but they should work in tandem. Yeah, you know that you're very you know you know that you have qualities, 
you also know that those qualities are a gift from Hashem. So, you should, so don't get too, too uh, proud or too arrogant from it. And he brings over here from from Seif Tess. Because we're talking about a person that is both recognizing his qualities and also recognizing his humility. Because we're talking about someone who recognizes his qualities, the humility has to be to the extreme. And this will be elaborated on in Seif Tess. That, when, that, that if a person doesn't know how great he is, he's just focusing on his humility. So a, a little bit of humility might suffice. But because we're still, the Altareb is teaching us here that there has to be an acknowledgement of our qualities. Therefore, the, because we're talking about someone who knows their own greatness, the humility has to be to the extreme, as we'll explain later. Underfar is eichnit ken stira. It's not a contradiction from the fact that on the one hand, the large Aleph of Adam Arishin represents his recognizing his greatness. And at the same time, it also shows on Adam Arishin's uh, uh, greatness. Like we said in Seif Dalid, because the idea of recognizing your qualities is not a, 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 a negative trait. On the contrary, is a seder in Aved al It's a, it, it's how you're supposed to conduct yourself according to Tehra. And on the contrary, it's not just a, a, a lower person's Avedah, but a tzaddik. But Sadik's Avaida is to recognize his own Milo. So Adam Rishon could do both. He could, he, he could be on the highest level, and at the same time, he could be someone who knows his own greatness, because that's the proper say that Avaida, that a person should know their greatnesses. And at the same time, the Alter Rebbe also teaches the Tzimach Tzedek how careful you have to be when you do recognize your own milas, your own qualities, as a filu azava, so much so, because even someone who actually did have great qualities, to the point that the Teda writes a large aleph for him, about him. He has to be careful from possible, undesirable outcomes. Even Adam, who was an addition, who was on such a lofty level that the tailor writes on him an Aleph Rabsi, nevertheless, because he wasn't careful with Hakadas Milas he wasn't careful of what recognizing his own qualities could lead to. It ultimately led to Chetet Sadas, which is the source, the beginning of all Avedas. So we're going to explain this more at length, but this is the Nekudah Sabir. The Alter Rebbe was training and educating the Tzmach Tzedek that a person should always know how great they are, a person should always know what their qualities are, what their unique specialties are. And at the same time, you also have to be humble and humble to the extreme because if you're too focused on your qualities, it could lead to undesirable results. So Isei is like the Hagdama. Seifei is like the Hagdama to the answer. In Seivav, he's going to explain 
how this worked by Adam Arishan. In Seif Zayin, he's going to explain how this works by every Yid, that a Yid has to know their own qualities. And in Seif Ches, he's going to explain how, at the same time, a Yid also has to have humility. Even his, even his body, his physical body was the handiwork of Hashem, handcrafted by the understood that he had no connection to Ra whatsoever. He was created by Hashem. Hashem is perfect good. It's just like from Hashem, no evil can come. So therefore, Adam was was perfectly good. He also the environment that he was in is Yodua, it's known as Kedemachet, is Nitkiven Kentaruvis Tevara. Before Khetitadas, there was no intermingling of good and bad. Because Klippis, the forces of evil, were separated and lower than the than the world. So Adamarisha was created by Hashem. And he was born into an created into an environment that was 100 percent good. Even though through the Chetetzadas, this caused a descent in Adam Arishin and in the world. Since Hashem's hand, Hashem's, the work of Hashem's hands is eternal. It's understood as the Maila Hanal from Adam Arishin is an Inyan Nitzchi. This this uh, quality of Adam Arishin is eternal. Which remained with Adam Arishin, if only in a concealed way, after Chetetz Adas. This idea that Adam Arishin is perfect because he was created by Hashem, and there's no Ra there, is something that remains with Adam Arishin, even after Chetetz Adas. And is going to be Medayik in the next paragraph, is going to point out in the phraseology of the Alter Rebbe, how he phrases the, 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 the words of Adam that leads us to understand this Nakuda, this point, that Adam even after Chetet Sadas, still retained the, 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 the greatness of the large Aleph. This detail is hinted, is alluded to in the wording, in the phrasing of the Alter Rebbe. He said like this, Adam Arishin, quote, that because he recognized his own greatness, stumbled with the Chetet Sadas, therefore it says Adam with a big Aleph. Notice that the that the, the large Aleph is mentioned after mentioning Chetet Sadas. Since the Aleph Rapsi of Adamarishan, the large Aleph is representing Adamarishan. Before Chetet Sadas, Kinal Siv Dalid, as was mentioned from the Kutatayra of the Alter Rebbe in Siv Dalid, he should have structured his sentences differently. Adamarishan. Was by him state Adam with an Aleph Rapsi Adam Rishon, which before the Chet, it says Adam with the big Aleph is Drucha Karas Malas Atzma because he was too uh, 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 comfortable with his own greatness. They're not Drucha found the Chet Zadas. He therefore stumbled later with Chet Zadas. Mention the Chet Zadas after mentioning the Aleph Rapsi, but he doesn't do that. He mentions the Aleph Rapsi Chet Zadas first and then the big Aleph. Because with this, he is alluding to this detail. As Eich Nach Dembi is 
That even after Adam Arishan stumbled with the Chet Tetzadas, Shteit Adam with an Aleph Rapsi, it still says Adam with a big Aleph. Which represents Adam Arishan before the Chet, that carries on even after Chet Tetzadas. So this is what the Alter Rebbe was, was telling that Adam Arishan was on a very, very high level. And nevertheless, even after Chetet Sadas, he retained that greatness, and that's why the Odom in Divrei Ayomim is with a large Aleph, even after Chetet Sadas, because the greatness of Odom, the qualities that Odom have, because they come from Hashem, are eternal and survive even Chetet Sadas. Now let's talk about the Yid. How, how this carries on, carries, is carried down into every Yid. See if Zion. The Nitzchiyas von Meilis Adam Arishin is nit nor in dem, but says his farbelib in Behelem al-Kalponer ba'im e'chnachachet. If we say that Adam Arishin's qualities are eternal, it doesn't just consist of the fact that it survives Chetzei Sadas and it carries on even after the Chet. The eternity of Adam Arishin is the fact that it, it, it is uh, uh, passed down from Adam Arishin to every single Yid in every single generation. As is known, as Eden are named after Adam, Adam. Eden are named after Adam. Their fire was in Yeder, in Yeder, Nishama, Venitus, Me Yisrael. In every Nishama, in every soul, in every spark of a Yid, is the Achelic Menishmas Adam Edition. There's a piece, there's a part of the Nishama of Adam Edition. Under fire, there, Al Kaponam, and my Ain, from the Yiluyim, from Adam Edition, see Yeder Eden. And therefore, at least in the microcosm, there is a transmission of, of Adam Edition's qualities to every Yid. Biz. So much so that even the fact that other munitions wisdom was greater than the wisdom of the Malachim, of the angels. And therefore other munitions had the ability to give the names to all of the creations based on the soul of life that every creation has, as we mentioned earlier in the Sikha. This idea that Adam knows the names also exists by every yid. The estate in Svarim, as it is brought in Svarim, as the Namin was Elton and Gibbons Ere Kinder, that the names that parents give their children is as Mitmein Ruach HaKedosh, is in a small form of Ruach HaKedosh. Melamayla Gitmen Zaydem Rayin, to Unrufen Dem Knomen, Vasis Masim, to Unrufen Dem Nomen, Vasis Masim, to the Nefesh Chayof and Dem Kind, from above. The parents are given the idea. To name the child, the name that is consistent with the soul of life that, is, that belongs to this child. So not only do we see this, are we hearing this in, in, in conceptually, that every yid must have my, my, the mildness of other magician, we see this in practical, in, in practicality as well. That yidn have the ability, parents have the ability to give the right name to their children, which is something that we received, an ability which we received from other magician. Und der Rieber ist verran bei jedem Eden, in welchen Matze wir soll sich nur gefinden, vom Chines Adam Rischen, kann ich euch nicht mehr Therefore, every single Yid, in whatever state he might find himself, he contains within him a, a, a part of, of Adam Rischen, the level of Adam Rischen, the way he was before Chetet Sadas. Der Chilik ist nur, 
The only difference would be, oh, he had this quality, this greatness, even on, on the part of his body. Because Adam Rishon's body was also handcrafted by Hashem. And by every yid, at least in a revealed way, it only comes from the neshama. That a person's neshama comes from the Abishter himself, and therefore is at a very lofty level. And therefore the neshama is not capable of sin. As the Zayar says on the Pasuk, Nefesh Kisechda, which is also in this week's parsha, that the Torah and the Abister uh, exclaim in wonderment, in a, in, in, a, in a sense of wonderment, a soul that sins. Because a soul is not tzayich, is not capable of sinning. And even if a yid does stumble in a sin, is the neshama gam The soul, even during the sin, is in, is is in complete faithfulness to Hashem. So the neshama is always in a state of perfection. Why? Because the neshama contains a nitzutz, contains a a a a, a, a piece. Of Adam Rishon's neshama, which is Yitzir Kapav Shalakas Baruch which was handmade by Hashem, and comes to a very high level. When Dost is that Pirush Apnimi in the Pasuk V'Yamich Kulam Tzadikim, and that is the deeper understanding of the Pasuk V'Yamich Kulam Tzadikim. Mitzad Bchinis Adam Rishon K'Moishayol Lifnei Achet, from the perspective of Adam Rishon, before the Chet was his Doba Yad Eden, which that level exists by every single Yid, is Zayin Aved in a Dagi from Tzadikim. His Aved is on a level of a Tzadik. A feel of an is freer given a rangiton in yonim from hepech. It's very interesting. You know, very often we use the term balchuva. Someone who was involved in in the opposite of tero mitzvahs and then comes back to tero mitzvahs. We call it a balchuva. Here he says something else. Here he says that even someone that was previously involved in the in 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 in, in, in something that is the opposite. Of mitzvahs, so when he gets involved in tero mitzvahs, he does mitzad pnimius and neshama. This is coming from the depths of the soul. From the level of Adam Rishon that exists within each every yid. So therefore, it's not It's not a. It's not a concept of return. Someone that was distant that is now coming closer. This is the, like the aved of tzaddik to begin with. The Rebbe here, the, in the name of the Alter Rebbe, is redefining our whole vision of a Yid. A Yid, even a Yid that at some point in his life was involved in other things, but a Yid carries within them a neshama of, of, of Adam Arishan. Adam Arishan was before the Chet, which is Yitzir Kapam Shalakaz Baruch, who is handmade by the Yabishter, and therefore is a Tzaddik. It doesn't always come out that way, but when a yid is involved in Tero Mitzvahs, it's coming from his neshama, from his Adam Marishin, and therefore he is in the level of tzaddik, in the level of a person that has absolutely no connection to sin and to evil. And because every yid has this incredible quality that he is inherently a tzaddik, can zain by him the akara smilas atzmei. Therefore, a person could tr- truly recognize his greatness. Because the 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 
the entity of the tzaddik is not his own accomplished entity. Not a is the kedusha. It is something. It is a holy entity. In Velchasis Nitake in Achiza where the forces of negativity have no foothold, they have no grasp on it. What you're talking about about Chuva, then he needs to be extra careful. He needs to be on guard that he shouldn't return to its wayward ways. But a, a, a regular person, a, a regular Yid is a tzaddik, and a tzaddik is a tzaddik is owned by kedusha. And Klippa has no foothold, no grasp on him. And therefore a Yid can say, I am great. I have these incredible qualities. What's my quality? I have a nitzitz of the Nisham of Adam Arishan inside of me. And therefore I'm a tzaddik. And a person shouldn't say, oh, it's dangerous to go this way. Oh, it's to a tzaddik. Not only he, he's allowed to, he has to recognize his greatness. Sometimes this is the only way. His heart was, was lifted up in the ways of Hashem. Sometimes there has to be this sense of pride in who we are. How to overcome the, the concealments and the challenges of Elam Hazeh. is with a strength of holiness, similar to the Aved of Tzadik. So this is the training that the Alter Rebbe is giving the Tzmech Tzadik. That the first and foremost thing a Yid must know is how special they are. That a Yid is, a, is inherently a Tzadik. Because he has the Nisham of Adam Arishan. And therefore, he has to know, he has to know, it's a say that al You have to know who you are, and you have to know how special you are. Nevertheless, We'll see in the next see if, if you only have hakaras milas atzmai, that's a problem. Sif Ches is going to explain that at the same time there has to also be hakaras shiflos atzmai humility. And then on this comes the caution from the Alter Rebbe as to zamit hakaras milas atzmai that together with recognizing one's own qualities. When must also recognize their, uh, his own humbleness. Because without that, knowing, recognizing your own qualities could cause, could lead to a fall. It's obvious and clear that someone who's not a tzaddik the Ra is by him betok for you, big Buddha say, that the, where the Ra, the evil, the bad, is by him in full strength. Darf, er zich is eingehitten, that nur von akkoras meines atzmi, must certainly be careful when it comes to recognizing his greatness. Weilis ken zich in dem arayn chapen, poshto yeshes von yetzara, because the yetzara could utilize it for simple yeshes, for simple egotism and arrogance. When the Alter Rebbe was educating the Tzimach Tzedek, a Tzadik. Who was going to grow up to become a leader, a Nasi Bi Yisrael. The Alter Rebbe wanted to warn and, be, and, and to teach him to watch out for even more than that. We bowed as a field of the Marish, not Tzadik under Tzu Yitzir Kapav Shalakalis Baruch we since Adam Arishan was handmade by Hashem and was a tzaddik, 
seemingly had no connection to sin. And there was no room for the forces of negativity to grasp on his neshama, on his level. Nevertheless, even by automation, recognizing too much recognition of his greatness led to falling, to stumbling with So certainly every tzaddik has to be careful to not be too aware of their own maila without also having humility like Moshe Rabbeinu. So this is the message, the education that the Alter Rebbe was teaching the Tzvach Tzedek. That your person, you have to know how special a Yid is. A Yid carries within him the, uh, the Nisham of Adam Arish. And therefore, a Yid is inherently a Tzadik. But at the same time, you have to be careful that this uh, awareness should not lead the person to fall either whether it's a simple person and it could lead to egotism and arrogance, or even by a tzaddik, it could also lead to some level of falling if it doesn't come together with hakara shiflus recognizing one's humbleness. Dermit and Tzif Tess, we're now going to go back to explain one of our questions. In other words, we had one question. The first question was, why bring in other Marishan here? It's clear why, I mean, it's why he brings other Marishan here, because he was teaching the Tzimach Tzedek that a person has to know their own milas. Uh The fact that we said that it was a stida, that on the one hand, other Marishan is the greatest, and on the other hand, we're saying other Marishan was, 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 came to a point that he fell by Chetet Sadas. It's also, we, it, was, it was also answered because we explained that on the one hand, the Rishon was on the greatest level. On the other hand, he was lacking he, 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 before Chetit Sadas, but then he was lacking Kara Shiflos Atzmai, and therefore it led to Chetit Sadas and to a Yurid. What we didn't yet discuss is the second question that we had in Seif, which was in Seif Gimel, why the Alter Rebbe is Mairich, gives such a lengthy explanation about the Anova, the humility of Moshe, of Moshe Rabbeinu. That will be explained in Seif Tess. Based on this, we'll understand why the Alter Rebbe gave a lengthy explanation on the humility of Moshe. And besides telling us that Moshe was an Ono because he uh, thought that his qualities came from the fact that they were gifted to him and not through his own efforts. He also said, He thought that if somebody else had the qualities that he had, he would be greater or better than him. Why did the Alter Rebbe have to elaborate to such a degree? And this is the explanation. Since we have to be careful that because we're standing in a place of tkifus of Kedusha, strength of Kedusha, the pride of holiness, recognizing the qualities that we have. So we have to be extra careful that there should be no ego involved in this. It's not enough that the person should just 
know his own humbleness, his own shortcomings. There must, you must go to the opposite extreme, total and complete humility. What's the proof that a person is in a true state of humility? When you're looking for not only to find the lack in oneself, but when you try to find the greatness in another person. As we see uh, uh, literally, clearly. There are those that can accomplish humility. They can even take it when someone else puts them down. As long as it comes with the following thought. I might be a nothing. But the other person is a bigger nothing than me. Is less of a something than I am. So to be able to accomplish by oneself to recognize that I am a nothing and the other person is a something. This is a whole new level. Which requires a much higher level of bitl. And this is where we see the greatness of Moshe Rabbeinu's humility. Which Moshe comes to rectify the sin of the Chetetzadas, the arrogance of Adam Arishin. As it is known that by Matan Teira, when Moshe received the Teira from Sinai, this stopped the defilement that occurred at Chetetzadas. Now, so what, what what was the greatness of Moshe? It is given needs to an onof. Moshe wasn't just plain, plainly a humble person. No, the ktsei from he was the exact opposite of a something. Onof me'ed nikol od mashalp ne'a adama. And at bazich far most mit yad nidn, he compared himself to every yid. Trachten zik as yener vod gad zayne milis, vod yener zikher zayn besser for him, thinking that if the other person had his qualities, he'd be even better than him. So this is why the Alter Rebbe has to bring this, because the Alter Rebbe wants to say how, how far the humility has to go. How much another person has to have, that not only should a person think that I'm not so great because my mileage come from, come from above, a person has to be so great, so his humility has to be so great that he has to uplift the other person. And that was Moshe Rabbeinu. And that's why the Alter Rebbe uh, uh, elaborates to explain Moshe Rabbeinu's Anava, because that is the antidote to the... The, the lack of anova of other magician. If you does this echinder from the heroes the pale was man from the sipper and this now we could take a practical lesson from the story and that will be that we have to have both avoidus both the avoid of other magician to recognize our, our qualities but at the same time we have to have the avoid of of, of Moshe Rabbeinu the avoid of humility. For inside that for this and as yet the beauty should give all the gemilus. On the one hand, a person has to know that every single yid inherits incredible qualities. must know his own greatness. When it comes to opportunity to do a mitzvah, a person might know his own spiritual state and standing. Therefore, he might think to himself, Who am I? What am I? That I should take upon themselves, upon myself, this lofty task. This holy task, 
So we tell him, don't put yourself down. You know that right now you carry within yourself the level of Adam Rishon. Adam Rishon, the way it was before Chet Bizaher, Whatever was going on with you until now, yet now you must conduct yourself as if you're entirely above the whole idea of sin. Because now you have to realize who you are. Conversely, we must remember that all these incredible qualities are gifts. And it is possible as a worthy other person to have these qualities, he would do a better job than you. Therefore, knowing your own qualities will not lead to a feeling of arrogance and feeling above other people. Makes him feel low. It makes him feel humble, knowing that although he has these great milas, he only reached this far, and someone else would have been would have reached even further. And a person reaches this level of humility is Then he reaches true greatness. Someone who is small is really big. So if someone is humble, it means that really he is the greatest that could be. And then we could merit the the kriya the call of endearment. So to the Moshe within every single yid. This gives the kayak for the person to do the Aved of Karbanas, so much so that it will reach the Karbanas as they will be in their complete form, in their perfect form, where we will then do before you the carbon the carbonus as you have commanded us, the card of Mamish may it be speedily in our days.